Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Talking to nobody. So you want to be somebody. What's going on? Oh, you know, just living the dream. <laughs> yeah, talking talking to you. Anytime someone says living the dream now, it's there's the context of actually my life is terrible behind <laughs> it now. Yeah, my life my life sucks. Like actually I'm not living the dream. Yeah. It's become like the complete opposite of it, which is funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, just living the dream, man. Yeah. Deep down I'm dying Deep inside. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life. But no, no. I'm actually I am not hating. Oh, my okay, life. that's yeah. good. So, All right, cool. No, I let's am, change the stigma on that. Let's yes. bring it back to the positivity. This is my dream. Talking to you. It's your dream. <laughs> just you. Me. Yeah. Just me. I, I wanted else. to create this podcast just to get just to, to your episode. To just for this. Your I episode eleven. That. Isn't that kind episode of episode eleven? Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. We're up into the double digits now. Mm. So. No pressure. No, um, yeah, of course this, not. This has to be like the best episode, so don't forget. Number out. 11? Number 11. Number 11. It's an odd number. Yeah, I don't know. I've just always liked 11. You know, like 11, 11, make a wish. That kind sure. of, it's an important number, yeah. Amanda. So okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. think this coffee, yeah. this Irish, we're drinking Irish coffee. Yes, we are because that's the drink she chose, and I think it's it's hit me. Yeah, already. already. Two I mean, sips we've had yeah, we've had like equivalency of two sips of this coffee. I think I made it too strong. Um, you think? Too strong. <laughs> well, I didn't, we didn't have, you know, any measuring device that was on me. So I just kind of gave a generous pour. Right. Well, I had to represent my people, the people. Irish. Yes. The beautiful country that it is and the drunks that we are. No, I yeah. mean. Right. Kind of. No. No. Meh. <laughs> you have your moments. Yeah, sure. Don't we all? Didn't so. you go there recently? I did. I went uh, at the end of May of last year, the day after you and I graduated. Well, I, I hopped, remember that. Yeah, because I, I couldn't find my passport. I couldn't find my passport. I was like, Amanda. It was, it, was to- it was such a me moment, too. It really was. I'm going to start yeah. calling that, like, oh, I'm having my Amanda moment. Oh. I mean, you should, honestly. <laughs> Maybe I can trend it or something. Oh, God. Hashtag yeah. Amanda moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went for two and a half weeks. Wow. Yeah. And you have family there? I do. My So my grandmother's from there. She was born and raised there with her sister and they emigrated to America when they were both 21 wow but her her older brother uh still lives there with his wife and they have five kids wow and they're kind of a couple of them are not in Ireland but a couple of them are and I've been there twice now um but this last time was by myself oh yeah 
and That's just travel. Nice. It was really cool. Did you drink a lot? Um, it's okay. Not this a, a judgment-free zone. Not a whole lot. I mean, I'd say an average amount. Okay. It's nice because it's... It's a lot of people picture Ireland as like drunk people wandering the streets with mugs in their hand, and it's only semi true. Okay, it's only semi true. That sounds awesome to be. Yeah, it so. was cool. I mean, it was nice. I did the Jameson um, walkthrough, so I had real cool. Jameson whiskey from there brewery and then the of course the Guinness factory tour I did that and I got a free um, thing of Guinness at the end of it which was really cool wow yeah just having nice authentic you know food and drinks from there was uh, probably one of the highlights of it that's so yeah. cool. And everyone's pretty up to date on restrictions, allergies, and things like that. So, I okay. mean, if, if anyone wanted to go there, I would highly recommend it, first of all, just because it's Ireland. But mm-hmm. also, if you have any, like, restrictions or anything like that, it's pretty adaptable. So, yeah. like, dairy-free, dairy-free, all yeah, that kind of all stuff. all of that stuff, Vegan. yeah. I never really had a problem. When wow. I was out there. So, yeah, my family, I stayed with my, my great aunt and uncle out there, and they were just fantastic. They took good care of me, and I, they let me just kind of wander around and do my thing. I was It was my vacation time, so. That's pretty courageous to go to a different country by yourself. That mm-hmm. can be kind of scary. It, there was a point whenever I hit the Border Patrol in mm. Ireland, like trying to cross just into Dublin, and the immigration officer almost didn't let me through. Oh my god! And I was terrified because I was yeah. like, "How much of a terrorist do I look?" Right. Honestly, I look more Irish than this guy did, <laughs> and he's from Ireland. Wow. He just had a lot of problems with me, I guess. I don't know what. Why? There was like little things that kind of added up. I didn't have the address to my family there. I couldn't pull up my return flight information. Well, the Wi-Fi was probably acting. Exactly. I was having trouble pulling it up on my phone. And I said, can you give me a few minutes? And he was like, this doesn't, this doesn't look good. And I just You're a little white girl. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I look, I look like I do right now. Right. I mean, I had a jean jacket, but besides that, there was no difference to my attire and my appearance. (sighs) Yeah. I feel like sometimes people in like those positions, people of authority just kind of like to get a rile out of you and cause issues for no reason just because they're high on that power. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there was no reason for him to be just rude blatantly you know i would have probably thought you were cute and Mm. was (laughs) yeah you know like that's how it is when you're little and boys are mean to you they say it's because oh they have a crush right because that's a thing Uh that should not exist Mm -mm. (laughs) it should never have been a thing whenever my whenever like a boy would hit me on the playground or throw something at me or push me down i'd go home and cry and my mom would say oh it's because he likes Likes you." you What? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But if I did that to somebody else, it, it, I would get in trouble. Right. And it's because they, you probably had a good reason to do that. Not because uh, yeah. you have a crush on them. Right. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. Well, I'm sorry that the copper guy was <laughs> mean to you. It's okay. I mean, that was that was probably the scariest point. Yeah. I didn't have Wi-Fi when I was out there. Or like, a, sorry, cell phone data. Oh, usage, okay. international usage. So I had to only rely on Wi-Fi mm. if I wanted to message somebody, okay. um, like my family, and let them know where I was or what I was doing if I was out. 
and so that made going from one place to another kind of traveling around a little bit difficult mm, but because you can't just pull up like google maps right exactly like i could yeah. pull up i could pull up the map on google maps but it i couldn't get a turn by turn direction from it i kind of oh, okay. had i had to look at where my dot was and where my destination was and just hope i was going in the right direction which was kind of cool but it was also kind of scary sometimes i got yeah. lost a couple times uh, and I had to ask complete strangers for help, but everybody was so nice. Good. That's such a stereotype that's true. Good. And positive is that everybody there is super friendly and super nice um, and willing to kind of help. Maybe they feel bad for Americans. I don't know. Yeah, they're just like, oh, this dumb American. I'll, yeah. I'll help you out. Right. Well, that's good. At least they helped you. I would they need did. help too because <clears throat> it, I think it's really sad. Most people in our generation probably wouldn't know how to use a normal map if they really needed to. Oh, 100%. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I don't, I would be screwed and really scared. And my my grandpa, I mean, he still, when they, when him and my grandma go on road trips, he'll map it out on a real map. Do you remember MapQuest? Yeah, Yeah. my mom and dad would do that. Anytime before we would go to Florida, drive from Indiana to Florida or something, they would map map quest the entire route and yeah. it would just be these pieces of paper that they would follow. See? And yeah. now we're just so I don't know what's the word? Blessed, I guess, that we have It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because it leaves us unadaptable to certain situations if we're right. without these devices. So you kind of had to Fend for yourself. A little bit, That's yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It was, because it also disconnected me from the media yeah. world. And oh, gosh. I took a bunch of photos, but I, you know, wasn't spending so much time posting them or worrying about getting the filter right or anything like that. You were that. in the moment. I was just in the moment living it. I took a bunch of photos, and then I just kept living the moment. Yeah. And then later on, if I had time, I uploaded photos, but I, I didn't. I just, like, dumped them all on an album on Facebook. Right. And then whenever I came back to LA, then I put stuff on Instagram. When See, I had that's time. so smart. Maybe I, I should start doing that. I would that. recommend it. You know, I mean, that's why. It takes you away from the experience. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I didn't want to worry about other people enjoying my experience, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not about them. Exactly. You paid all of that money to fly to Ireland for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I have to credit my family. They were such a big help with everything. Good. Um, they made the experience so much more enjoyable and carefree. And they, you know, they gave me a bus pass and said it's reloadable. It, they kind of, it's like the tap card system that we have out here for the Metro. You just load it and then you go each way and whenever you get off the bus you lo- you tap the card again. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, it's pretty simple and I mean this is it's a train system that goes through all the way into the city center into Dublin and then you can go further up north or go further south if you want. Um, yeah, it was great. It was probably good. the best experience that I'd had. Oh, good. Yeah. And it was right after graduation, so it was yeah. a nice little getaway for you yeah. and that's, literally that's cool. literally I found my passport midnight. See, you were meant to go. I was so I because I was ready to call call it in. Yeah. I was ready to like throw in the towel and just. I was messaging my cousin in Ireland, and I was telling her everything that was going on, and I said, I, if I don't have this passport, I can't do anything. Right? And Isn't that so stressful? Yeah. Why haven't they invented another way to 
travel without a passport you know what I mean I mean you have your phone right I understand that it's when you're traveling you you need to have those documents to keep everyone safe and everything yeah there's a system behind uh, it and I get that but it's so stressful it was incredibly stressful because I it was days leading up to it yeah it was maybe a few days before graduation that I realized it wasn't in the place that I thought it was because I was just slowly getting things together. Yeah, and getting, like, oh, it's there. Yeah, I totally, totally knew it was in this place. Yeah. And then I looked. And then I kept, I tore my room apart two, three, four times. I tore my car apart. I looked almost everywhere. Oh my until I finally found it in a bag. Like, the one bag that I didn't check because it was in my roommate's closet. Mm. And I didn't realize that any of that stuff was in there. And all yeah. of a sudden, she goes, oh, hey, by the way, you have a bunch of stuff in here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So craziness. Yeah, but, but you, you know, went. You it, it happened. Yeah. I found it at midnight. I didn't even finish packing. I just went to bed, woke up, and finished packing, got a ride to the airport, and, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, it was probably the least prepared trip that I've ever made in my life. But then you had a great time. I did. It was so worth it because I didn't even need a lot of money while I was there. There's so much that you can see for free and just the experience of the culture and the architecture there alone Mm. is worth doing it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, you know, saved money by staying with my family, but yeah. I highly recommend it. If anyone can go anywhere, definitely. Yes. Do uh, that. I remember we went to Germany and I felt the same oh, way. Oh, right. Yeah. It, the architecture and just the history there. Mm. I, I can't think of a place, there probably is, but I can't think of a place in America that's really like that. No. Where it not really. the same, where it looks the same as it did so many years ago. Exactly. Because so. the good thing about European countries is they adapt to modernization mm-hmm. but they keep the old they architecture uphold, yeah. they uphold things and then they just work around it yeah that's what's so great I loved it it was yeah. such a, a humbling experience as yeah. well and traveling is just very I think it's important it is a hundred percent and it make it reminds you that I think it was very humbling for me because it reminded me that I'm not the most important thing in the world yeah you know I mean absolutely. yes it's important to love yourself and have self-worth but like Sometimes we do. We think our problems are the biggest deal in the world. Mm. And it's like when you go and you are reminded that you're not the... The United States isn't the only country in the world and that there are other cultures and people out there. It just kind of reminds you like, okay, I don't really have it that bad. Oh, 100%. Makes you, you see really the way grateful. other people live and yeah. you remember, oh, I'm not... A, it's not just me in the world. Right. The, the rest, like there's so many other people here. Yeah. 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 It's I def I would definitely agree. Everyone needs to experience a different culture. Same here. Yeah. Well, do you think that getting into your horoscope, do yeah. you think losing things <laughs> goes along with being a Pisces? A hundred percent. I do so much and it's not even I, I can't I don't have an excuse for it. It just it just happens. <laughs> it, it honestly yeah, just you could write a book, Amanda. Oh I oh I will. Well, just with, I mean, you've had such interesting roommate situations. Oh my gosh. Just, 
you always have a story and but somehow yeah. you always no matter what it is a roommate a car situation a lost passport mm. somehow you always get through it and you're somehow. always positive about it and then we just laugh about it later you kind of have to you have to yeah i mean yeah. I, don't get me wrong i'm human and yeah, i yeah. break you know we break down we have moments where we're vulnerable and we kind of just have to get that release out and definitely yeah people lose shit yeah Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just so funny because I tell people half of the shit that happens to me Mm-mm. and they don't believe it. <laughs> and I'm sure you can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, you've you've been through so many similar experiences in your life and mm-hmm. you're telling these other people and they're like, "Whoa, that's insane. I can't even believe that." That should be a movie. Right. Yeah. Guess that's real life. Mm-hmm. That's just re- that's part of real life. That's part of being a human. Yeah, but... it is. Yeah, I can't even I can't even I lost count of how many times I moved because of like bad roommate situations and bad living situations and just one place to another. Money, everything. Yeah. Just going from one job to the next as much like not not even because I couldn't handle the job. It was just situations within the job that I realized this isn't good. Mm -hmm. This isn't good. But that's good that you left when you had that feeling because Some people, I mean, me, myself, I had a horrible job for Mm. a while. And I just, even though I had this gut feeling telling me, get out, leave. I was just like, no, I need the money. I need the money. And I just kept enduring those horrible situations. A lot of people do. And it's so sad that we prioritize money over our own health. Yeah. And mental health, physical health, emotional health. You know, you're in a terrible work situation you're you have a terrible boss and just terrible co-workers just everything about it is all wrong and you know it is and you know you have that gut feeling and everything in you is telling you trust it yeah leave go but then you you have all these other things pop up like hey by the way you have rent due yeah you have this credit card payment due you have your car you have Mm -hmm. you have to pay gas oh you got a flat tire yeah yeah maybe eat at the end of all of that stuff right maybe get a couple hours of sleep maybe Yeah. yeah but we do we we prioritize money and but I mean yes you need money to live unfortunately but at the end of the day well that's kind of exactly what happened in the end for me was that I was at this job and it was miserable Mm -hmm. and I mean to the point where I got sick you know right it does it happens and um and even through getting sick because of that job I stayed and you would think Mm. that that would be the red flag to get out but I was like no I need the money I I can't do any other job but then when I finally was just like you know what I'm not going to let money be the deciding factor I'm gonna let my happiness and well-being be the deciding factor then I found another opportunity and yeah maybe it's not as much money but I think your overall happiness is worth more than a paycheck and I feel like the 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 every year that goes by the more that I follow that the more things end up being okay yeah things fall into place and somehow. new opportunities come yeah. your way to make that extra money that you might have been 100%. missing out on yeah absolutely yeah. yeah I mean I had a transition between I was kind of production supervising slash personal assisting this producer a few years ago out in Beverly Hills Hmm. and I got to a point where I just I I couldn't do it I I couldn't stand it 
And there were a lot of factors involved that I won't go into, but I ended up falling into a a production assisting job in a makeup department Mm -hmm. for a project that led me to the job I have now. Wow. And it was in just from that transition from trusting myself to leave that toxic job to segueing into this other opportunity that didn't offer me as much hours. Right. But it led to that eventually. And eventually, month to month, I was getting by. I didn't know how, but all of us, but somehow there was money there. Yeah. And that's, I don't know if that's a spiritual thing that you follow or what, you know, to each his own. But I definitely believe that things like that happen for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you kind of just started letting go and just kind of having Mm. faith that it was all going to work out, that's when things started working out. Yeah. What would your advice be to other people who might be struggling at a job that they hate right now? Mm. I mean, I would say ask yourself why you're struggling with Mm -hmm. it first. Like, what is it about it that you hate? Um, Because you don't want to go from one toxic job like let's say it's because you're in retail or in customer service and then go to another job like that. The same exact the job. The exact same yeah, thing, yeah. that's so, not helping you at all. Yeah, so I would say first kind of determine what the actual problem is that's making you feel that way. Is it the people? Is it the management? Is it the work itself? And then go from there. You know, if it's the coworkers, then obviously, yeah, go find something else. But mm-hmm. I would say... Kind of what we were talking about, you know, what would make you happy? Yeah. Even if it involves you making a little less money for a while. Right. Yeah. And ob- I mean, obviously, everyone's circumstances are different. I mean, if you're supporting a family, you're definitely in a different position. But, right. you know, for people like us and our age bracket, it's, I would just definitely say trust yourself. You've, you've gotten trust this that Yeah, 100%. It's there for, like, you have that feeling, that instinct there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's taken me most of my life to trust it and recognize that it's there for a reason. And it's there to protect you and to get you by. You will develop the instinct to survive. Yeah. You will figure out a way. You have this bill due. You have rent due. You will figure out a way to do it. Yeah. You know, if you quit that job... Go into Uber. Go into Lyft. Go... Uber Eats. Clean. You know, Uber Eats. Postmates. Yeah. That way, you know... If Task you don't Rabbit. Wanna, that's like a new thing. Task Rabbit yeah. is so great. There's uh, work you can do online. Go try Central Casting or something like that. It's free to go into Central Casting. I know yeah. they kind of have a new rigorous acceptance thing. But anyways, just trust yourself that if you you know if you can't find another job right away Mm -hmm. trust yourself put in your two weeks three weeks or put in even a month's notice yeah that gives you a little cushion of time gives you a little bit of a cushion of time it gives you a month to actively and actively start looking don't just say that you're going to you have to do it you do it's like talk is cheap that's what my mom always said said and it's yeah it's it's so so true true. you can keep saying you know one day I'm gonna do this and one day I'm gonna do that but it's like well are you because you're not working towards that right now you're just saying and that doesn't mean anything you have to back up what you're saying with actions yeah a hundred percent so yeah I mean I there's so many people that I see struggling 
And then they develop this martyr syndrome, mm. this victim syndrome. I can't stand that. Yeah. And it's it's so sad to see somebody just trapped in that mindset when you know, like, just a little change. Just a, a little. little a little time. change, a little action, doing instead of talking. Yes. I mean, I know somebody who hated slash still hates her job. And I said, get another job. Oh, but I need to make X amount of money. And I said, look for other jobs that have that pay. Yeah, or sacrifice some you know, things that you think you need, but you could actually go without. Right, because sometimes know? the problem might be within our own lives yeah. that we need to let go of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a problem with coffee. and <laughs> We're drinking it right, we're doing now right now with alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This, this is your, your show. My it's show. Fine. But I, I had certain demands with coffee. I wanted lattes all the time. The frou-frou. I, was, I wanted, yeah. and I would do Starbucks you know, several times a week until I got to a point where I realized how much money I was spending. Yeah. And I could I could continue on that luxurious lifestyle, but I knew for a fact that one, I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And two, if I was going to make ends meet in other ways, that I had to make the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem that a lot of people don't want to deal with. No. They don't want to give up their Starbucks. They don't want to give up their happy hour tradition every week or they don't want to stop going to forever 21 online shopping me yeah (laughs) um but yeah and this is how i figured out how to have both because i think yes it is very important to also treat yourself once in a while treat yourself doesn't always mean spending money like you can go have a walk with your dog or go to a park read your favorite book watch your tv show and that can be your treat but then yeah once in a while you want to go to Starbucks like tonight but this is a special occasion Mm. and I think maybe if you just prioritize what comes first yeah and then be like okay you know maybe once once every two weeks or once a month I'll go shopping and just get myself a couple things yeah I'll go to and then but then you can also still have coffee just Exactly. Have it at home. Yeah. You know, or shop I, at the cheaper stores. Yeah, definitely. I I definitely switched it up. I started making coffee from home and just buying my own things to spice it up a little bit if I wanted to. Yeah. And I'm saving so much money. I will allow myself to eat out once a week. That's not bad. It's not, you know, and yeah. it's just kind of the idea of, yeah, you you should definitely be able to treat yourself just understand moderation yes and and understand that unless you're in that position to you know spend so much you kind of have to sacrifice a bit for a little while I mean everyone has to go through those those certain life experiences I think to fully grasp the concept Mm -hmm. but there are some people that again I said are just stuck within themselves and their martyr syndrome and you know life is out to get me and there's nothing for me it's not that's not I'm sorry that's not how it works no that's just not how it works I mean look at so many stories from for famous people now there's countless of stories I mean I think Chris Pratt was living out of his van yeah and then going to audition his car yeah you know it's it's kind of one of those things where you have to realize that everyone starts somewhere yeah and at rock bottom (laughs) at rock bottom and you know sometimes you continue through hurdles in life but you 
have to act. You have to do something about it. Instead of just saying you're going to. Right, yeah. Instead of just saying, oh my gosh, life sucks so bad. I can't believe it. I mean, I'm a big fan of dark humor. And and, and I'm kind of a pessimistic person sometimes. Uh, We all have our moments. Right. But it's also the idea that I know... I also, I know how to joke about it and I know I'm being sarcastic because I really am because I do believe that actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. Yeah. And nothing ever changed in my life until I started doing something and acting on what I wanted to change. Yeah. I could talk, I talked, I talked and I said, I'm miserable about this and I'm miserable about that, but I wasn't doing anything about it. Right. So you're just going to continue to be miserable. Exactly. And no matter how many people tell you, you need to make a change, you're not going to listen to them. You have to make the decision yourself. And I think sometimes it takes getting to rock bottom, that Mm -hmm. getting that slap in the face, falling flat on your ass to realize that you need to make a change. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that and how you, you know, you moved out to LA to, well, you went to the academy, but you, you moved out here before that as well. I did. So just talk, yeah, talk a little bit about your struggles since you've been out here and how you've gotten to the point you are now. Okay. Um, well, I think I'm trying to think. So I moved out here towards, um, the, the, I want to say March or April of 2015, so it's been almost four years. Um, I originally came out here to pursue acting and filmmaking, and I knew about the Academy before I moved out here. I really wanted to audition, but I just kept putting it off and putting it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started off doing like freelancing for film and television projects. I had done it for years before back in the Midwest, but I really, it's not a booming industry area so I realized that I needed to make a change and I was miserable and I kept talking about moving to LA and living in LA and I finally said enough is enough and within a matter of months I just packed up my car and I drove out here I didn't have by yourself I drove out by myself wow yeah I didn't and I didn't have um I didn't really have a place to live or a job or anything I said I did, <laughs> but I kind of lied. Yeah, um, but you just knew that you needed to be here. Yeah, 100%. There was just something in me that said, just go, just do it. You know, I had a, I had some money in my savings, not nearly enough as I should have, yeah. which is, I would say, is like the big advice that I would advise to people is save. <laughs> before you. Save before you move out here. Yeah, I thought I said, I mean, I saved 10 grand, and that still yeah. wasn't enough. That still wasn't. I had three grand when I came out here. I had three grand oh my in my bank account. God. I, three grand was gone in a week when right. I first moved out. With, yeah. with like your credit cards. Yeah, came deposit in. and yeah. yeah, paying rent mm-hmm. and f- fucking paying for your parking garage if you have a car. Right, exactly. Yeah. All of that. Anyways. Yeah. So, so well, save money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um I I was supposed to move out to LA with another friend of mine from my hometown in Evansville, Indiana. About halfway through he decided to go up to Colorado and go to, through to L.A. that way because he had a friend there or something he wanted to see. I had friends in Austin, Texas, and so we just decided we would go our separate ways, hmm. meet back in the middle somewhere, and then we would head into L.A. together. Um, he did have his own car and everything, but he knew a guy that could get us both a job 
and help us find an apartment. So I was like, okay, cool, there's at least something, but nothing was ever set in stone. Mm. And I was just kind of trusting that. And about halfway through, we decided to meet at this uh, gas station off of freeway in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I'm about an hour away. I'd gone to Austin, stayed with my friends there. We set a date, we set where we were going to meet, all of that. And then about an hour away from the place in Albuquerque, the guy messages me and he says, I didn't want to wait any longer, so I'm just going to go. And I'm going to head into uh, Long Beach. Okay. And I said, well, that wasn't the plan. Mm. I said, I'm I'm a little upset that you just kind of left. You didn't ask if it was okay. You didn't say, hey, maybe we can meet up at this alternate location. Um, Long Beach wasn't even on our plan. That's not where we were supposed to go. And then, you know, just kind of basic, I thought, basic questions and concerns to bring up. Because he was willing to just kind of leave me there. Um, fuck? Yeah, and... <laughs> So I kind of brought all of that up and he messages me and he goes, I don't think this is going to work out. You clearly seem to be a little little unstable and I don't know if we would be good as roommates together now because huh. you're freaking out over nothing. And I just, I, I'm driving and looking at my phone and driving and looking at my phone just thinking what is this really happening? Is What is this guy talking about? Mm-hmm. How old were you at the time? Mm, 24. Okay. Um, tw- 24 or I think I, ju- I, think I just, actually I just turned 25. I okay, think, but that still, year. that's yeah, scary. I was, yeah, I didn't have anywhere else or anyone else. It was just me yeah. relying on this guy. And yeah, so he kind of flipped out maybe I maybe I was over the top with it and my concerns but I just had a feeling I had like a red flag going off in my head as soon as he decided to just leave without telling me I thought about what would it be like to live with this guy oh yeah you know I had a feeling that this would be the kind of guy who wouldn't want to be in the lease and then he would just up and leave one day mm-hmm. so I just told him you know can 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 we call each other can we talk about this and he just went no you know what I just don't I don't think so you want if you want to like spend some time thinking about it if you still want to you know move in together and and things like that let me know Mm -hmm. but I just kind of said screw you I just said no forget it so I'm in Albuquerque at this point and I stopped because I didn't, I never booked any hotel rooms or anything like that. I just slept in my car whenever I needed to. Yeah. yeah so. I feel that. Right. Exactly. I feel like most people, not, maybe not most people, but a good amount of people I've talked to, they've, who have empowering stories, they fucking had to sleep in their car at oh, one point. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It humbles you, man. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's. Yeah, it's it's crazy what it what it does to you when you you have the realization of you have no job, you have no place to live, and you just have your stuff in your car. Yeah. Well, and you um, were pretty much alone. You yeah. Didn't know I was anybody. in the middle of nowhere in Albuquerque, New Mexico, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, what do I need to do? I need to find. I'm. St- I said, I'm still going. I'm still going to LA. I Good. said, there's no way. I'm not. I said, I'm not going back, and I started thinking about the people that I kind of knew out there, but there was nobody that I was really close with. 
So I remember there was this one guy who I had been talking to through a Facebook group for actors living in LA Mm -hmm. who help uh, people who are relocating kind of find ways to settle in better. There's a bunch of those on Facebook if you're in need of a place to live. Yeah, highly recommend it. I mean, Mm -hmm. and you can just do a simple Facebook search. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll definitely find uh, people that can help. And he did, he, I, I messaged him and I said, hey, here's the situation. I lost, you know, I, the, the guy just left, you know, and I, you know, can I, can I stay with you? And he said, yeah. And I, I, I got in LA maybe about, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. And I remember just being like a really surreal moment. And I didn't quite process it at the time. But I basically was staying on this guy's floor in his living room because he didn't have a couch or anything like that for me to stay on. So just living on this guy's floor for, I don't know, maybe about a a month or so. Um, There was a point about three or four weeks in where I had to leave temporarily because he had this restriction with his landlord where guests couldn't stay past 21 days or something like that. It was in his lease. Okay. And I went, okay. And he goes, you you can come back, but you need to be gone for like four or five days. So I went, I went out and I spent a night in an Airbnb because that was all I could afford. Mm. And then I spent the rest of the nights in my car. And then I came back to this guy's apartment and crashed on his floor again. And he introduced me to somebody who later became my roommate in my first apartment in Burbank. Um, I was with her for almost a year uh, before I realized she was insane. <laughs> and <laughs> there's there's so many there's there's so much detail to each of these people that I've lived with. But um, oh, you could write a freaking play or a I, movie. Yeah, I mean I've been kind of writing stuff down as Good. I've been remembering them. Use that. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's so funny what ends up coming back into my memory that I've blocked out Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because there's so much there's so much but that yeah that just ended up not going so well but through the first guy that I stayed with I met mutual friends they were a couple and we were we all hung out together all the time like every weekend we were going out having fun and we got really close me and this couple got really close and they said well we're wanting to move they were living in hollywood they wanted to move out they found this place in burbank right down the road from me Mm. and they said there's a loft space you know how about you pay 600 a month to us and you take the loft space we'll help you kind of privatize it and everything we'll cover the deposit because we know how much you're struggling right now because and you want to get out of your crazy roommate situation yeah and i said that would be great so I did that, and I lived with them for a few months, and then there it wasn't there wasn't really an issue up until I I was given this opportunity to travel for another job for this um, band that was touring, and I was kind of given the opportunity to travel with them as a crew, mm-hmm. and I realized that it wouldn't be worth me paying every month for this loft, but I was also an addendum on the lease. So I wasn't officially on the lease, but my name was still on it. And I would have needed their permission to sign me off of it. You know, I talked to them one night. I said, look, here's the situation. This job opportunity came up. And then I said, there's really not any point of me keeping my place here. 
I said, but I, I'm more than willing to find somebody else to take over, you know, whatever you need. But I said, would you have a problem with signing me off the lease? Mm. And at first they were like, oh, of course not. Totally. We totally get it. That sounds like an amazing opportunity. Definitely go pursue that. And the guy of the couple, he even said, you know what? We could work for not for we, we, we could not work for two years and we would still be able to pay rent. Like we're fine. Don't worry about Must it. Must be nice. Right. You know, and I thought, uh, okay, cool. And then a day or two later, I get a text from the guy and he says, hey, we've got a problem. We need to talk about you moving out. Uh, and I'm at work. I'm, I was working as a PA on a reality show um, at this point. And I said, I, my anxiety and my red flags just started flaring up. And I said, what's wrong? What's the problem? And he said, we should talk about it at home. And I said, I don't know when I'm going to be home. And I'm really stressed out. Like, please just tell me what's going on. And he texts me back and he says, uh, you can't move out anymore. I've looked through our budget and because we're getting married in Scotland next year, it's just not in our budget and we need your money to fit our rent and our wedding plans. What the fuck? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I can't make this up. What? Oh, okay. But right. you're not on the lease, right? I was an addendum, but I wasn't officially on it. So you were not obligated to I wouldn't say. No, not really. I mean, they the thing is is that they would have needed to sign me off, which is why I got really scared and nervous because mm-hmm. they're basically changing their minds. So the only reason why I would get in trouble is if they screwed up something with the apartment. Yeah. But I'm messaging the guy and I'm like, I don't understand how am I a part of your wedding plans and your wedding budget? I don't... If you're going to get married, you should have enough money to live alone. If you're going to get married and live in... And, and get married in Scotland. Scotland. Of, all, of all the things. I mean, I'm sorry. that, And I just said, I'm not... I am not... That's not your problem. That's not my problem. Yeah. And he goes, well, no, you're, you're on... You're a part of our rent, so you are a part of our budget overall. And I just thought, nah, I can't. There was so much going on in my head. <laughs> so basically, what ended up happening was, was I said, I'm going. Yeah, bye. bye. I'm, I'm not, not staying with you I'm now. I'm not staying. And he goes, well, we're not signing you off the lease. And I said, fine. Okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah. And he goes, and then he goes, well, you need to find somebody else to take over. And I said, you, you said you didn't need to. Oh, well, we changed our mind. Okay, sure. Uh, I took time. Anybody. I took time out, and I sent them a bunch of people. And he kept saying no, no, no to everyone. And I said, "Well, guess what? I'm still leaving." And yeah. he goes, "Well, I'm gonna. I will hunt you down, and I'll find out where you're living, and I'll come after you. I'm gonna sue you." He started harassing me, like threatening me, and he started harassing my friends and family on Facebook, like trying to reach out to them to get through to me, and. I felt so scared that I didn't I didn't even want to go back to the apartment and, and get your stuff. And get my, yeah, I I just I just thought I have to get out immediately. And I was working on set and I my production coordinator noticed that there was something wrong. I mean, because I was just shocked mm-hmm. that all of this was happening. And she goes, "Stay with me. 
just we'll worry about your shit later. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll 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 make sure you have someone there to to get it all out later. So, anyways, I learned that he had a history of violence mm. and like PTSD, oh, and gosh. he had been physically violent towards his girlfriend. But she wouldn't back me up. She would just cowered behind him, mm-hmm. and just, she was scared too. Oh, I'm sure she was. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even give me a chance to 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 say anything or explain anything. We tried to talk in person again. It didn't work out. I was trying to explain to them, like, look, this is not my problem. One day, you guys are totally fine with this, saying that you money wasn't a problem and now you're saying that it is this makes no sense like i'm sorry this isn't my problem no and i've been bending over backwards trying to give you everything to make this work Mm -hmm. but i said i'm i'm still leaving yeah i finally was able like i had to have bring a couple guys with me over one day to get all my stuff out but that point in my life caused me to not have a permanent living situation for years I went, I went, I went couch hopping. I slept in my car. I went, you know, I stayed on people's floors, their couches. You know, um, I was lucky that I had different opportunities that gave me a place to live and a room to stay in and a bed to sleep in. But nothing was ever permanent. It was all temporary. That's so hectic. I, I've, I, kind of like tracked back my record of moving my history of moving because someone said how many times have you moved Mm -hmm. since you've been out here I've moved 23 times wow in how many years like four four. in four years and that's not just me that's my stuff that's my car that's storage units that's apartments that's that's everything a lot of time yeah yeah so much money so so much much time and it was all just because unfortunately it was because of money. Yeah. And it's sad to see what it does to people and how it changes people. I mean, I work with some amazing people who do, who are really well off, but they're also very humble and very generous. Because they probably have similar situations like yeah, this. That exactly. Force them to hit rock bottom and mm-hmm. then rebuild themselves. And that is why they're so giving and humble with their money. I mean, and I mean, other people, they're, that's just who they are. But yeah, exactly. Was, oh my gosh, Amanda. I mean, that's just, it's so funny because that's not, I mean, that doesn't even cover it. Cover it. Yeah. I know, and it's, I know it's such a long story, but I mean, that's, there's so much that happened in between. And of course, then I got I accepted into the school mm-hmm. and I never had a permanent place to stay during the school. I was, you knew when, you know, I moved like two, yeah, three, four times. Yeah, you move, you helped, helped me move. Me, yeah, we helped yeah. each other move because there was that crazy guy in Beverly Hills. Oh God, that crazy guy. That was just. I wanted to kick his ass. <laughs> every, I think everyone did. Yeah. I'm so happy because Nathan was there. Shout out to Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> um, he was there and he, you know, this guy was trying to have a conversation with me and I didn't feel safe and comfortable and Nathan could tell and he was kind of there in the there, room. And, yeah, he's he's good about that. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was it was so crazy because this, this guy was, was the same way. He, it was all just about money and he thought I was being deceitful and it all came down to money and him it's wanting money. It's, People are so greedy. Yeah, and it's, and it's, I firmly believe that you can be a professional, nice calm pleasant person without money being a factor absolutely you know yeah it shouldn't the 
everything revolves around it and it's so <sighs> sad and it's made things so difficult because it's um, even since I was a kid, I mean, my family struggled on and off throughout my entire childhood. Mm-hmm. So from the beginning, all I, all we thought about was money. Yep. You know, my brother and I, well, we worked when we were pretty young. I mean, I started working out before, working before my brother did, but I started working when I was 14. Same. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and it started off part-time and then I got into full-time and then, if I wanted a car, I had to pay for my own car, my own insurance, you know, all of that stuff. And it's just part of the journey that led me to moving to LA and then the journey that led me to here. I finally, as a, you know, from December 20th of last year, I have my very own apartment. Woo! Yes. Yes. And was it worth the wait and worth all of this bullshit? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, the peace that I felt the weight that was lifted I I don't have to go home and worry about a roommate like hogging the bathroom for four hours which is a real thing that happened it's a real thing that my last roommate literally (laughs) my last roommate I this is gonna sound weird but I timed it Because that's how long I had to wait to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. It was several hours that I clocked one time. And this is all like first world problems, but still. Like, oh, but still, it's like it's basic. It's frustrating. When, whenever you're in a stressful environment, such as being a student at the academy, working full time, all of this stuff, I mean, I, I, the last thing you want to worry about is where you're going home to and exactly. what that situation is going to be like. And having all of your stuff in one place. Oh my gosh. And knowing that you can just go home to your bed. And yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Just for anyone, but especially our here. Like, gosh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Just so many times. We went through. Yeah, so many times where my, my stuff was just scattered between yeah, storage I, units. we had stuff. You guys yeah. store stuff for me. Um, Which, I mean, that was totally fine, but just. Having yeah. all of your stuff scattered, that's so hectic. Right, because there was a point where I remember you were like, oh, hey, by the way, these we have these things, and I completely forgot about them. Mm. I completely forgot about them. And I'm slowly realizing, like, as I started unpacking in my new apartment that I was missing things oh, no. that I had started off with, and I just thought... It's just stuff. It's just stuff. I mean, but it's so... I, I mean, it's so worth it. Yeah. It's my own one-bedroom, and... It's clean, it's quiet, it's great. It's I yours. mean, it's mine. Yeah. And I can do what I want with it and mm-hmm. I can cook. I couldn't cook in my old my last apartment. Wow. I couldn't have space in the fridge or in the cabinets. You know, my parking spot kept being taken all the time and you know, my last roommate had she blew up on me for something completely ridiculous and it caused this riff of tension that you could cut through a knife as you as you would walk in the apartment yeah. I mean it was just so toxic you could I mean I was living and breathing toxicity in this living environment and it was absolutely horrible and I spent months in this and I just one day she sends me a text and she goes clearly we're not getting along and it's not a good environment so I think it's best if you leave and because I wasn't on the lease. Right. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I kind of, that happened in November of last year. And I kind of just took that, I mean, I spent a night just sobbing and just thinking, what am I going to do? And then I, st- and then I, 
I went and spent a little bit of time with a couple people mm-hmm. and cleared my head. And then I just said, I've done this before. Yeah. I've done this so many times. You've gotten through I've it gotten every through time. It. Yeah. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking do this. It it's going to happen, you know? And it took, <laughs> it was probably one of the worst experiences of all my moving experiences because I kept getting denied at different places, found out my identity was on, was stolen, found out that creditors were putting false reports on my credit report. It's like you can't win. I couldn't. It was just like this could be the one time that I thought things would go smoothly, and of course it didn't. But it was such a – you have to take everything as a learning experience. And now I can laugh about it because it's so hilarious that I can't even believe that it happened. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I went, I remember I had, you know, it was the end of the month and I still hadn't found a place to live, so I threw all my shit in storage unit again and I started crashing around in different places. I went to one place in Hollywood for a few days, then I went to another place in Hollywood, then I went to a place in Glendale, and then to another place in Hollywood, and then in North Hollywood, and then back to Hollywood, and then I finally got into my apartment. Wow. Yeah, it was, everything was worth it. I would do it again. Yeah. If it meant me getting the place that I have now. Well, and also, you have that life experience now to, yeah. one, as an actor, using your acting. Oh, 100%. And then, too, also on this podcast, sharing it with other people. I think that that's going to be an issue for everyone at some point in their life is is having to figure out their living situation or right. where their next meal is coming from, where... Heartbreaks. Heartbreaks. I mean, and yeah. you just... That's, just everything that comes with life. Deaths. Yeah. You know, I mean... Parking spots. Parking spots. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it was like my first or second night out here in LA and I had already gotten a parking ticket. And I Oh, just, same. I got like six in my first year and now I'm yeah. so... But see, I learned from it because yeah. I will never not look at those fucking signs ever again. I am always yeah. like, okay, I have to check the sign. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be humbled yeah, you do. You, know? you have to be reminded. Like, yeah. I, I realize that there are so many times where I feel I'm getting content in my life and think, oh, okay, you know what? This is good. I'm fine here. Yeah. Where I'm not striving for something more, where I'm not working towards something more or working hard or doing more than I could, mm-hmm. something happens. Yeah. And it's like, nope, wake up. Wake up. This life isn't like this. No. Life is a roller coaster. You can't you can't just keep the steady track where you try to prevent things from happening. Yeah. Or or have that victim mentality that you were talking yeah. about. I think that's the problem and I've been there too where bad things keep happening and I just keep thinking, Oh, this is what I get. You instead of taking it as a punishment, mm. you need to Take it as a learning experience. And oh, 100%. I mean, like, recently something happened with my car. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, oh, you know, why me? You know, stuff always happens to me, which I was very tempted to do. It's, I tried to be yeah. like, okay, this happened because I need to update my car insurance. Or mm-hmm. I, I do need to get a replacement key. You know, like, yeah. you just have to think about it in a logical way. Because whining about it is not going to change the situation yeah the situation's going to stay the same until you do something about it it's true which it's fine to have a moment where you're frustrated of course and recognize like okay i'm frustrated um maybe you need to cry have a meltdown whatever yeah 
but then like this is what I do mm. the same with auditions whenever I maybe I don't get an audition that I really wanted or something sad happens in my life I give myself 24 hours yeah. to bitch about it yeah you can bitch you can whine you can cry all you want for 24 hours right and then you have to move on unless yeah, it's like absolutely. a death in the family like that's well, of course completely different There's but if different, it's something yeah like baby ish like you're you get a flat tire <laughs> Right, you got a parking hours, ticket. You, you get know. a parking ticket, 24 hours, move on. Yeah, because yeah. that's life. And it's, it's. Mm-hmm. whenever you talk about it, it sounds simple. But sometimes it is that simple. Yeah. Give yourself the time to process because we're human beings. We have a natural way of reacting to things. And you shouldn't make yourself feel guilty about feeling something 100%. that you're feeling yeah just recognize yeah. it and allow it to happen yeah especially because more people now are living with diagnosed depression and anxiety than ever before ever before i wonder why i'm yeah i mean because if anyone back in the day talked about this kind of stuff they would they would be locked away they'd yeah. be considered crazy mm-hmm. they would just be cast aside so so many things went on so many people went undiagnosed and problems went un um unsolved like un, unsolved and yeah. it it led to this cycle between generations of here's what's normal versus here's what's right exactly and and su- you have to suck it up yeah exactly it's that. such a mentality like just suck it up move on i mean I believe in moving on, but yes. there's a there's a difference because that means you're you're just pushing the problem down. You're hiding it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're suffering silently, and that needs to change. Like I, that's yeah. I from I'm a very big like advocate for mental health awareness. You know, you you are too, and yeah. like suicide awareness and depression. It's such a big thing, especially in our country. I think it's like number one here more than it is in any other that. country. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and I mean, how can it not be when yeah. it it is so hard to get time off from work? Yeah. Or you know, or get health insurance. Yeah, things exactly. Like, like simple things like that could could really make all of the difference. And right. I have been in a mentality for a long time where which I'm trying to work on but like we were talking about you just you have to suck it up you're like oh but I need the money I need to go to work so even though I'm feeling really overwhelmed today or really anxious today like I just have to to suck it up yeah and like we were talking about I think there is a difference from you know crying wolf all the time you wake up like oh I need a mental health day like oh I'm not feeling you know no I I think because it's it's one thing to have it once in a while and then but then when you feel that way you need to know the steps to take to help yourself get out of it yeah a hundred percent so absolutely that's what it it puts it on you you have to know okay i'm feeling very depressed today or very anxious today Mm -hmm. what can if i do take a day off from work i need to make sure that i do things that are going to help me yeah absolutely yeah because then that can help you build a defense system for when stuff inevitably happens again Mm -hmm. because that's life and stuff will keep coming your way always but the more you learn to adapt to it and kind of accept it manage it control it give yourself the time that you need obviously but then move on it helps you it, it kind it just kind of 
thickens your skin, I guess, for the next thing that will come your way. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you don't have to go through life worrying about when the next thing is going to happen. Just enjoy life and enjoy the moment. And then whenever that kind of stuff happens, just just allow it to happen. Yeah, and then you'll know what to do to help yourself move forward. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. There's a difference between sucking it up and doing the things you know are going to aid you in moving on from it yeah definitely that's that's my advice don't agreed i've said that before on the show you don't have to suck it up but you do have to do the work on yourself a hundred percent and ask for help if you need it a lot of people don't want to do that because it's not easy it's it is gonna be hard because you have to open yourself up and be vulnerable be vulnerable which is scary so scary. I mean, as, as actors, we're kind of trained and taught to do this mm-hmm. in any ways. You kind of have to be to be an actor because you have to be adaptable to, your, to what's happening on stage or on camera um, and react as the character would react. Yeah. But it's just the idea that you have to understand where you are in your life. Mm-hmm how you can handle things yourself which means you have to spend time on yourself yes absolutely it's it's I'm still working on that myself Mm -hmm. I have to practice self-awareness with and and you know self-care on myself every day because I I hate staying still I I'm constantly want to be in motion I'm constantly wanting to do something but I at the same time I also have this internal struggle of rest stop chill we're the same way like that i mean we're always go 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 and if there is an opportunity or a money-making opportunity or an audition or something we don't even think twice we're just like yep yep yep, gonna do it all we have to do it all and that's so yeah bad sometimes absolutely you get overwhelmed and then that's what causes the depression exactly yeah 100 i mean it's happening to me right now like yeah (laughs) i mean i'll admit it i'm i'm working more than full time with mm. my job right now and I'm in a play with uh with Loft Ensemble and I'm also teaching guitar to uh, a couple students and then I'm doing guitar covers and then I'm also figuring what I'm going to do figuring out what I'm going to do with my family yeah um and there's a lot of personal stuff that happens and there's a chance that I might like have to go down to Florida and say goodbye to my grandma and it's like how did I agree to all of this how did I get into the situation where I am doing all this stuff and I feel I mean obviously there's priority and then and there's obligations you know but I don't want to say no I don't want to turn down an opportunity I love doing music I love acting and I as stressful as my job is I really do love it Mm -hmm. it's and you're great at it. You're so talented. I really, I, I mean, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, like I'm taking. I'm learning it. to take a compliment. That's yeah. that's been something that I've been working on. Is Good, just should. say thank you. So thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. I, we were in a scene together. Yes, we were. And a fight and lots of things. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, we started off in section section three three at the Shout academy. Out. Shout yeah. out section three. <laughs> What's up? They better be listening, you fuckers. No, I'm They're probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, no, we, yeah, we started off as, um, was it Joe and Kes? Was yeah, that our Joe, first scene? Yeah, you were Joe, I was 
Kess. Yes. You were Kess, I was Joe. No, remember. I was Joe. You were Kess. I don't know. <laughs> no, wait. I don't remember. Oh my gosh. No, 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 wait. I think I was Joe. I think you were Joe. <laughs> I guess And I was Kess. I play yeah. a lesbian, so. Yeah, well, which she is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll get, Shout we'll get out. into that. We'll have to wrap yeah. it up soon, but yeah. I definitely want to touch base on um, that as well. Sure, yeah. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Just we started taking, off like that. We started off like that. and Sisters in the play. Sisters. And then we found out we were both from Indiana and Indiana. Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Crazy small world. Yeah. So, well, I just, yeah, I love you. And Aww. I'm glad that we started out I together. I love you too. And I... Yeah, we both do do that. We take on so much, and I think yeah. it's because we are. We're just so hungry for what we want out of life. Definitely, and yeah, I just think we need to work on saying no once in a while. I know, which definitely. is hard to do, and but saying saying no, but also saying yes to certain things. I mean, as far as family goes, I feel like family should always trump work oh 100 percent oh yeah definitely and that's you know the great thing is that my boss is very understanding and it you know will definitely allow me to take the time off when and if things happen and to have that support you do like that's the big thing the other thing that I really wanted to say was know your support system you cannot get through this stuff alone I can't I I there are so many times where yes I've maybe done things alone and by myself but I wouldn't be here right now where I am in this moment without somebody so many people yeah. in my life who let you crash on their couch yes who helped you a hundred percent same here everything yeah just everything I mean and you know I can say thank you till the till the day that I die and it yeah. won't be enough because there's no way to express for to really kind of get across how much it meant because I really wouldn't be here without these people, without you, without Nathan, without so, without the Academy. As <laughs> that's a whole other ordeal, but right. you but, know, I mean, that, it's true. It did, it and was. every person that came in and out of my life from that. Yeah, you have, and I. It's taken me years to kind of like cut out the toxic people from the people that I thought were my support group. Yeah, but you do. You really have to be able to know who are your. Who are your, you know, your peeps? Who are your people that you can yeah. call and text and say and crash on your third yeah, couch? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I need you. Okay, cool. I got whatever you. you need. Whatever you need. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. You need that. You have to have that because nobody, nobody really does anything alone. No, no. You can't, I can't. You I can't admit that. I can't take that. And that also comes from showing kindness to people and being there yeah. for them because there are certain people that just take and take and take you know they oh they my gosh expect, yes. they expect you to let them let you crash on their couch but you can't just keep taking you also have to give and, and that's what friendship is it's give and take give it's and like take. a relationship friendship is just is just the same lines as a romantic yeah. relationship absolutely there's a give and take both people have to communicate and work with each other mm-hmm. and i think that there's a misunderstanding in that and that you know we have expectations from people yeah and it's kind of I think it's the idea of like whenever you know you're a child and you you look up to your parents and then there's that day where you realize that they're human beings yeah well we're all still that that's all we ever have and ever will be yep we're gonna make mistakes we have flaws and it's about surrounding yourself with the people that you can accept those 
and still love them and still be there for them. Yeah. And not everyone wants to do that. No. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but it's okay because maybe they weren't meant to be in your life anyways. You know? I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been, like, especially in just the past couple of years, honestly, even in just the past year. Oh, same. That ever hit since, me. Ever since graduation. 100%. I've really found out who my true friends are. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, as... My mom, I always quote things from my mom on this show, (laughs) but one of the other things my mom always says is, half of life is showing up, and I think that's so fucking true, because, just for example, you know, when I needed help moving, or you needed help moving, we were fucking there for each other, unless, I mean, I think this last time I had to work or something, but that was... Right, but that's understanding. That's life, yeah. That's life. Yeah, Yeah. but then, you know, or for my birthday party, or when you're having a bad day, you know, you... You, I can honestly say, Amanda, Mm. you've always shown up for me. I'm going to cry. No. You've always shown up for me, and you're so loyal, and I just, it's really hard to find people like that anymore. I mean, there's so many people that I met at school that I thought, oh, yeah, they're going to be one of my best friends. Like, we're going to last. And then you graduate, and, and yes, people go their separate ways, and that's totally fine, but... I'm going to cry now too, yeah. No, it's hard because I feel yeah. the same way about you. Like, we, we both have this understanding about each other and just we know that at the end of the day that we still love each other and we will be there for each other yeah. to the best of our abilities. Sometimes yeah. life comes up. I mean, I know there's been times where I've had to say no to you and like... Yeah, same that's, here. That's, and that's part of life, but it's hard But you because, at least respond or I at least respond. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, always. And I always will. To I me mean, too. I sometimes it'll take me like a couple hours. No, I got it. No, yeah. Zane, you really. <laughs> I'm really bad at that. replying. I'm really bad at replying, you guys. But remember, yeah. we made we made like a code word. Independence. We did. We independence. That was like emergency. Scene. That was yeah. the name of the play that we I were need in. You. And then I and will, that was an emergency. Yeah. I'm. It's just because I have so many jobs. And no, it's I know. Just it's true. Because I'm not on my phone. I'm. I'm trying to be off my phone more lately. That's smart. But, see, it's a blessing and a curse, like technology, because. Because you can get a hold of people, but then I don't want to be attached to it all. Anyways, exactly. But yeah. at the no, end of the right. day, like, if you needed me, I would be there as Same. soon as I could. Yeah. And there's not many people in my little... Well, well I don't know. I do have a, a great amount of friends in my life. But I can only see, honestly say there are only a few who I know would drop everything to be there. 100%. And you're one of those people. Yeah. Nathan, my friend Mackenzie, you, like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's true. And there is you, there is a realization that that's, you, people have to understand that that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to have those, that core group of people that you can go to all the time. Yeah, you can't rely on everybody. You, you can't, and, and there's nothing wrong with being not I'm how do I say this with not opening yourself up a hundred percent to every single friend in your life yeah, you don't need you don't to. have that energy like it's too exhausting. much that's just too much yeah it's and it's like it's hard because you know I recently lost a really good friend and mm-hmm. it's still like I'm still tearing up about it because it was one of those people that I thought this you know we're gonna have a lifelong friendship and they hurt me and I realized there was a lot of toxicity in that relationship that I looked over and pushed aside time and time and time again and I was always there for that person I would have done anything for that person too 
I mean, and I don't do that for everybody. I try not to anyways. I mean, because you kind of, you have to, you have to limit yourself, but it's... You do. You're only one person. You only give so much. Yeah, but I mean, I, and I admit, and I do, I do miss this person a lot, and I, and I'm, and I hate that it happened, but I realized that there's things that this person had to work on, and there were things that I had to work on, and maybe someday we can come together again. I don't know, but... It's a hard thing for people to go through. It's like a, it's, it was like a breakup. Yeah. It was definitely like if, if my ex broke up with me again, that's how it felt dealing with this, losing this friend because we were, you know, despite the toxicity that we had, we still were close. Yeah. And I still loved her and I still do, you know, and it's just, you, but you have to be willing to make that sacrifice with people sometimes. Yeah. Not just for your benefit, but for them too. Exactly. That, you know, some people need to have a wake-up call without their core friend. Yeah, there. and sometimes that's what it takes is is you making that decision to take a break from them you know 100 percent, yeah and, and that's okay that's the thing that needs to be normalized like that's okay yeah. to be able to say no to say i need some time or to yeah. say or to tell somebody like you're like, hurting you're, me yeah like hey yeah. just letting you know i still love you but what you said or what you did was not okay or that bothered me like mm-hmm. you know we have to be open enough to say that about yeah. e- about each other. I and mean, I think that's when you find your true friends is yeah. when you find that person that calls you out yeah. on your bullshit. Yeah. When you are acting that way. Yeah. And then instead of you being... I mean, maybe in the moment you're going to be angry about it because, yeah. you know, that hurts your pride a little bit. But yeah, being sure. able to humble, humble yourself enough to be like, okay, wow, you know, if my best friend is telling me that something is wrong and that yeah. I'm doing this and it's hurting them. I, I need to put myself in check. Yeah, 100%. So that's important, yeah. having those people to put you in check. Yeah. Like, I think I remember, I remember one time you and me had a moment where you, like, you thought I said and did something mm-hmm. really fucked up and you were mad and you were pissed and I was like, all right, I gave you your space. Yeah. And then I came back later and I said, what is happening yeah. and you told me and I and we talked about it yeah like you adults. know like adults you know and we finally cleared things up mm-hmm. and you know and then we moved I on remember what that was oh I do but oh. I'm like <laughs> I remember I remember May, I think it. I kind of do yeah and anyways it was obviously like, it doesn't matter no, now no it was yeah. it was something it was like typical college drama. drama like one person said something about me that I'd said something about you that said about so and so it was like oh, yeah, hearsay a whole and... chain reaction yeah. of drama it was right. yeah but it was it was a moment I feel like it was a really good moment between us because we had the realization that there was a lack of communication mm-hmm. then we fixed that we talked about it we cleared the air. And we were good. And we were good. Yeah. And that's... And that's how I knew... I kind of remember the situation now. Mm-hmm. I have a horrible memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just remember that's how I knew, okay, Amanda's a friend for life because... I try to be. She, no, you, know? you are. Yeah. And, and it's because you cared enough about me 
to give me my space, but then also re-reach out and be like, hey, you know, let's let's talk about this. Yeah. Instead of exactly. sacrificing our whole friendship over one stupid thing. Right. Which so, is what I tried to do with this recent mm-hmm. situation. Um, I thought it was appropriate to not reach out right away yeah. with whatever was going on. Totally agree. And yeah. then, you know, and then I reached out and I never heard back. Mm. And I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't force somebody. Yeah, no. I really can't. That has to be, like, you did your part. Yeah. And now the cards are in their hands, you yeah. know? I mean, it's... Mm. Yeah, it's true. And I it's mean, sad, it but is. you did what you could. And I and tried to do, do I tried to do thing with, I tried to do the same thing with my ex and... You know, I I wanted to reconnect and I wanted to reach out and I wanted us to both kind of like heal and you know get the closure and give move her on. the benefit of the yeah, doubt. And, yeah. yeah, and just kind of we never really got that closure mm-hmm. that I feel like we both deserved. And it's important. Yeah, it was tough because it was right in the middle of school. We we both still had to see each other and it was just this awkward like thing. And I had made a decision where I didn't want to talk to her for a while. And then, you know, drama, long story short, I, I, you know, I spent a long time thinking about it. And then in like May of last year, I had a little bit of a cancer scare. And oh, it I put, remember that. Yeah, and it put so much into perspective for me. Yeah. Like, I'm, hold, need, yeah. I'm holding on to so much negativity and so much toxicity unnecessarily. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? I don't, it's not worth it. What, it's not worth it. You yeah. know, and, and all I could do was reach out, never heard back. Okay, time, you know, move on then. Yeah. You know, I did what I could in this recent situation with a friend. I, I felt like I did nothing wrong and yeah. I didn't do anything wrong you didn't and I and I you know and I still had moments of self-doubt of course it's inevitable know. yeah but yeah. at the end of the day I just thought no no absolutely not like you are allowed to say in your life no I didn't do anything wrong you're wrong yeah I don't need to apologize for this yeah because I was constantly apologizing oh me too I have that problem I apologize for everything um so yeah (sighs) and it's such it's because it's such a knee-jerk reaction yeah you know oh I'm sorry oh my gosh I'm so sorry yeah and then someone else I remember one time somebody said why are you sorry yes me too today really because I I was really sick uh today at work Mm. and um I ended up having to leave and I remember I apologized to my other co-workers because I was sick right and they're like what is that why are you sorry you're sick you know you're in pain yeah if you're if you're not in the wrong, you know, you don't have to apologize. And it's hard to find that balance of not apologizing, but then humbling yourself enough to apologize. When, when it's wrong. called for. Yeah. So you just have to. Life isn't easy, guys. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's so, definitely not. No, it's so definitely not. So being a human is really hard it's, at, all, <laughs> it's, at all times. So you just have to. You're you're so right. It love really yourself is. at all times. And love you, is such a big part of it. Yeah. For others and for yourself, yeah. because uh, you gotta take it easy on yourself, you know. Oh my gosh, so, like I feel like you and I both have a very harsh inner critic. We do. We do. I mean, and it's because we just want 
to be the best that we can at everything at everything for everyone yeah for everyone and you we don't want to let people down no it's it's such a terrible feeling when you when you have that moment or you if you've had that in the past you never want to repeat that no the feeling that you've let somebody down down. it's It's terrible. Like when your parents are like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. Oh my gosh. That's the worst. I'd rather somebody be mad at me than disappointed in me. Because disappointment Uh, lingers. Yes. Madness kind of, madness is a little bit more of a spark type thing. Whereas like disappointment can kind of linger on for a little bit. And then you don't, you forget things more that you were mad about than you do that you were disappointed about. Yeah. It's a psychological thing. And Absolutely. it's like that for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Well. Anyways, what else? <laughs> what, what else can we talk about oh that we haven't like, already? I could, I could talk to you forever. I know. Um, but I know. for the sake of our listeners, maybe we'll sure. start to wrap it up a bit. Yeah. I want to get into your favorite things, but just briefly. Like the Mary Poppins thing uh yeah or no sorry are, sound of music same, sorry. same actress julie sound. julie andrews, andrews who's an angel queen 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 but yeah. i just want you to at least um at least at least uh, it's the, it's <laughs> the least, irish coffee that's the how much have you oh, finished have you i been, finished my coffee i still have a little bit oh girl Do i need to drink the rest of this um i mean it's your, all right your here, are, here we go Woo! chug it chug it yeah that's the irish in you Oy. yes it's, it's brief. It comes out like once in a blue moon. <laughs> but there we it. go. All right. Amanda and I get along because we like to drink together. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the basis of our friendship. Pretty much. We're drunk the whole time. Drunk. That's the only reason we get along. Yeah. No. Anyways. I just want you to... We could do a whole other podcast about this, but yeah. growing up in Indiana, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, and it being what it is, very Midwest... Um, yeah judgmental just like cold call call yeah. it out racist bigots yeah like all that and close-mindedness you know there's a lot of that there's a there. lot of that and i wouldn't define the entire state that way but there's a lot there's a lot and i think it's just because that the older generation there that's just how they were raised and they're just sure. very stuck in their ways and yeah like absolutely. we've mentioned people don't like change nope and that's how it is but quickly talking about growing up in that type of environment and being gay and you know how what advice would you give to someone else who might have not come out yet or Mm. who is going through a similar situation just touch base on on what would you you tell yourself when you were in that situation that's tough that's a Mm -hmm. tough one because there's a lot I mean there there is I'd say there is the typical, it gets better. Like, there's the whole movement the cheesy, behind the, the cheesy, quotes. it gets better. Yeah. It has, but it doesn't get easier. Mm-hmm. I you would say, stronger. I would say, keep it in mind that you will find the right people in your life that will support you. That's what I would say. Okay. I would say, when you're ready mm-hmm. to come out, know that there is a support system out there. Even if it's not in your hometown, if it's not your family or even your friends, there are people out there and you will eventually find the right people that will be in your life regardless of 
what you call yourself or who you date or who you sleep with. Mm -hmm. That was really important for me because I felt, even though I knew gay people in my community, they were never really open. We had like one gay bar (laughs) and I remember going there occasionally and the people that were in it were so closeted that if I took a fo- I bet if I took a photo of them and I put it on social media, they would have been devastated. Wow. I mean, it would have, it, it was that kind of environment. Yeah. So I would definitely say that, you know, again, whenever you're ready, even if you don't have the support within your family and in your community, you will get that support. You will have the people who will love you regardless of it. Yeah. That will happen. Good. And especially yeah. nowadays, I mean, there, 100%. there's a support system for for everyone and it's just being open to admit it to yourself and yeah. to those around you and then finding it, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's out there. It's tough because it I mean, tough. I remember being, well, I didn't know that it was being gay, but I remember the, the feeling, I guess you would call it when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. I was seven, wow. six years old, I remember I remember it. I can recall the feeling of it. And then as I got older, the feeling never really went away, but it never really intensified. I, I grew up in the typical, you had a crush on the boy next door or your brother's friend. And I kind of tried to just throw myself head over heels for those types of people because that was the norm that was the norm yeah Yeah. that was tradition that was like yeah it it, the idea and once I found out what homosexuality was or what being gay was by that time I was already taught that it was wrong and that Mm -hmm. it was a sin and that I would go to hell so of course you know I thought you're scared well I'm not gonna be that I'm not not gonna I don't want to go to hell I don't want to be gay so yeah but but that's so crazy because it was a feeling that you were having despite your what you were being told but it was a natural feeling and I love I love my family Mm -hmm. to death I will always love my family of course but half of my family does not support me and when I came out they um, didn't react the way I'd hoped to. They didn't completely um, disown me or anything, which I'm very blessed and lucky for because there are so many coming out stories where people just were kicked out of their homes and all this stuff. But yeah. I I love my family, but they were so serious about being against it for mm-hmm. religious purposes of course like i said it's, they're just they're so far gone they're just stuck in in that mindset and yeah and there's nothing i could do if there's no. nothing that i could have done um to there and i don't try to change their mind on it we don't yeah you can't we don't talk about it it's kind of one of those things i remember the one of the hardest things for me was when my ex had broken up with me and i was just devastated like I my 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 mom didn't know that I was in this relationship with this girl and I remember calling her and um just sobbing on the phone and I was like I I, you know I I need your help like you know I'm crying just sobbing on the phone to her and she goes what's going on like what's wrong and I said I can't tell you Mm mm-hmm 
and it was the hardest thing. I couldn't, it was so hard for me to just get that out, you know, for me to say, I can't tell you. And she goes, why? And I said, I just can't. Yeah. You wouldn't like it. That's so sad. We couldn't talk about it. And she kind of got the hint. Mm -hmm. And then I just got so mad that I just said, you know what? I just need to hang up. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's, again, like I said, it doesn't, get easier but you but I have I have this support system out here that keeps me grounded and again I I can't say that I had the best experience coming out but and I would never I would never say that my family hates me or anything like that because they don't I know they do love me and I understand where they're coming from it comes out of concern Mm -hmm. they think that I'm gonna go to hell for being well because that's what they were taught growing Uh up 100% I mean I was brain I was I feel like I was brainwashed me too yeah I still have like this internal struggle where sometimes I think that it's wrong for me to be who I am and it's you know eventually I come back around and I say no like this is this is insane I there's I've tried to I've honestly tried not being gay I've had relationships with guys and I've done everything I can to not be gay and I just to please your family or to a hundred percent yeah be normal yeah (laughs) there was one guy that asked me to be his girlfriend we were in speech class together and he was a really sweet guy but I was not into him at all Mm -hmm. my family met him and they loved him so I said oh great Okay, let's. I guess we're gonna date. We're gonna do this. I remember he was so enamored with me, and like three days into us dating, I felt so guilty that I ended it. Wow. And of course, he was just pissed as hell. Did you say it was because you were gay? I did not. Well, he didn't need to know. I wasn't. I wasn't at the coming out stage. I knew I was. But previously, I had had a situation with my family where I was still living at home. I think I was 15 or 16, and my mom found some material, some DVDs of, you know, like, gay content. Yeah. And she threatened me, and she said, you either this stuff leaves the house or you you leave the house. And then I was also, I also, part of the agreement had to go to therapy. <gasps> and go to Christian counseling specifically. Oh my gosh. And it was This like, is a real thing. This is a real I'm not making I'm not making any of this up. Yeah. And again, I can't stress enough that even despite all of this, I love my mother. Right. I love her. But you recognize that another thing <laughs> my mother always says. Right. Parents lead by example, example, example. A hundred percent. And they their parents were probably like, This is wrong you know, follow this oh, absolutely. because it's right. So they are, they're just, they're brainwashed, they're stuck in this way. And oh, yeah. And they cannot, people don't like change. So if they right. were to change their beliefs, it would change everything. Mm-hmm. And you loving her despite that and her loving you despite mm-hmm. you doing something that she doesn't believe in, that is love. That's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And that that's so hard for you. I mean, because this is who you are. Yeah, it is. And there's is. nothing wrong 
I mean, like you said, you experienced it when you were so young. That's you were born that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Shout out Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, right out. Yeah. Exactly. You, There's no. I mean, yeah. there are so many factors that people bring up and my you know like yeah. I had people say oh well you didn't have a positive real like male role model experience in your life and I went no that that it's wasn't like penis I did <laughs> just don't like the I penis. really don't guys I really don't okay. I don't like it don't want it yeah no thank don't you bring it over here please so. don't <laughs> they still try they still try yeah. so hard. No, I, I mean, feel like when you even say like, "No, I like chicks," they bring it on even harder. They're like, oh, that's, that's a totally that's a thing. Hot. Like it's a challenge. That's such Just, a big thing. That's me telling you to fuck off, buddy. right? You would think, but no. Or the counter would be, "What is it? Oh, well, you just haven't had the right guy. No, oh, whatever. You just haven't been. You know, you just haven't had the the, the good experience. Yeah. No, and, you love is love. You have. Yeah. Just like when you're feeling frustrated, you know, sad, whatever, just recognize that feeling and you you had feelings of being attracted to women. Yeah. At a very young age. Involuntarily at a young age. That's yeah. That's just okay. That yeah. makes, okay, like, I'm going to act upon those feelings because that's It took me a while. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, I didn't officially come out until I was 25. Wow. Yeah. It was like, That's you know, so long that you had to. Yeah. Keep up. Uh, such a an important part of yourself hidden you know yeah well, it was difficult you're a badass yeah, thank you <laughs> uh, I'm glad we got to talk about that a little bit because yeah. I think it is important to just it, it is it's going to be hard you might break some people's hearts and your parents yeah. might not be supportive at first or if ever but knowing that that there's a support system out there even if it's just yeah. one person oh absolutely that that's all you need all sometimes and I pro like there's there's definitely one thing that I could promise people is that you will find them yeah you will you will 100 percent maybe not right away it will be worth it but the other thing just that I really do try to stress is I wish that I had come out sooner but I did when I did for mm -hmm. reasons. I I did the cliche of coming out during the holidays when I went back to visit. It was my first year out here. I went back for Christmas, told my family because I had an escape. I could come back here. Right. Because I knew I had a support system here. Mm -hmm. So that's why I chose that time. So, yeah. and, and that worked out for me. So everyone needs to be able to do that when they feel comfortable. But... I will say that the longer I waited, the longer it hurt me. Yeah. The more toxic my relationship became with my family, the more I started feeling toxicity in myself and just being guilty in myself and mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to really be myself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, definitely, you know, everyone to each his own. Just keep in mind that... The longer you wait, the harder it'll be. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm so happy that you are now in a stable living environment. One. There you go. Yeah, yeah. and you are embracing who you are. You're working on loving yourself every mm -hmm. day. You're, But you wouldn't have gotten to this point if you hadn't gone through everything that you did. 100%. And that's what this podcast is all about is, is yeah. those stories of obstacles that lead you to the person you were always meant to be and and sharing yeah. your story to inspire others and you're very inspirational thank you and i'm so glad that you're in my life same and i love you i love so, you so to wrap up 
Yes. We will quickly go through a few of Amanda's favorite things. Let's do it. Amanda, what is your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Woo, wow, you were quick about that. Yeah, yeah. That, That's a good one. Yeah. Favorite actor? Actor, mm-hmm. as in male or as, just? As a male. Male. And one will do female actor. Okay, um, favorite male actor. Ooh, that is a tough one. I'm going to say the first thing that popped into my head, which was Daniel Day-Lewis. What a good one. He's, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty incredible. He is. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. Uh, actress? Actress. Ay, that one's even tougher. I know. Um, uh, I got to go with Ava Green. Okay. She's uh, been in a bunch of very underrated TV shows and movies, uh, Penny Dreadful, Sin City. She was in a movie called Cracks. Uh, Haven't seen any of these. Need yeah, to watch them. Yeah, she's a French actress. I'm trying to think, she was in Three Hundred, like the 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 sequel. She doesn't really do big blockbuster stuff. She tries to stay out of the mainstream stuff, but she does a lot of really amazing independent work. And she's never been nominated or won an award. And she's probably one of the most hardcore, intense, passionate, but humble actors that I've seen. And she is a force. Like, if you watch yeah. her on Penny Dreadful, she is just absolutely amazing. And... I, I think it would be incredible to meet her and work with her. So yeah, I will I will say Ava Green. Shout out Ava Green. Shout out. I don't Ava have to Green. watch all those. Yeah. Favorite book or quote that inspires you? One of my favorite authors and poets is Oscar Wilde. Yes. And he has this quote that says, We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Wow. And that's beautiful. I think that really applies to everything that we've uh, we've talked about. And absolutely like you can be in that pit. You can be in the gutter, but like, just look up. Yeah. There's hope. There's the stars are always out there. And I know it sounds cheesy, but no, it's but really it's, it really is about how you look at a situation. You can either look down. You know, if you're in a gutter, if you're at rock bottom, yeah, you can yeah. look at the ground and and you all let your you'll head see hang. is there. All yeah. you'll see is the pit. But if you look up and look at it a, di- a little differently and find those silver yeah. linings that could that could save your life and cheesy or not that's that's what works yeah that's what work that's what has worked for me that's what's worked for you yeah and maybe it takes embracing and accepting those cheesy quotes or those i love them though but it, it's like, just it's true it makes your, sense um, shout out to the excelsior project your uh, amazing project that you've been working on for uh, mental health awareness and thanks. everything you if anybody, everyone needs to go and follow follow it and talking to nobody. But um, Accessor Project is a, a very positive and inspiring page, and it has these quotes that honestly, if if anyone scrolls through, some there's so many times where I stop and I scroll through, and I'll see a quote from it, and it'll be exactly what I need. And that's Good. the purpose of it. Yeah. It's it's and it's so. Some people call it cheesy, and you know maybe it is, but it's also positive and inspiring. You know what? What's wrong with that? Right. It if might it's be cheesy, the thing okay. You need. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, definitely. You know that's that's definitely a quote that even though I embarrassingly almost forgot, but it's definitely one that's kept me going Good. for sure. That's yeah. all, that's sometimes that's all you need. Either a quote or a word. Yeah. 
Yeah. For me, it's Excelsior. It's something that triggers you and reminds you of why you continue to keep going. Yeah. Because you, know? you do. You have to have that. You have to be able to say, keep going and move on, move forward, even if you don't feel like you can. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you have definitely brought me lots of hope and Yay. have always been there when I needed someone so thank you cool my for job's being done here yeah i'm <laughs> done peace out bye but yeah. thank you for sharing your story of course thank you for having me i appreciate of course. it and yeah anytime we'll have to do a whole other podcast uh, we could talk forever oh my gosh i know yes yeah. but i love you and um, i wish you the best of luck and just keep that that positive attitude thank you yep, appreciate yeah. it peace out all right homies bye bye and now it's time for Game Time with Grammy, the part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. Game Time with Grammy, we're back again this week. We're with another fellow Indianian, well, another hello. Hoosier. Hello, dearest little Amanda Tone, out <laughs> away from Indiana. What part of Indiana are you from, dear? I'm from Evansville, Indiana. Ev- oh, so way down Way down there. south, yeah. Yes, yes. Did you ever go to Holiday World? Oh, I did all the time, every yes. year with my family. Unlimited drinks all day. All so day. Much fun. Yeah, yes. Splash and Safari. And yes. yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm, I'm way too old to ride those coasters now, dear. But back in my day, that, that was a place you to got, be. You got your coaster on I in your day? I got my coaster on, and, and then I'd go get my free Diet Coke, and it was amazing. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to play a fun little game today great right. yes uh it's a disney themed game we haven't done one of those oh yet. disney i yes, love them right we we heard that you like disney i do so what it is it's a disney fill in the blank okay so what will happen is lovely nathan here this lovely pretty boy hello lovely nathan isn't he lovely yes, yes. oh look at that beard it's getting a little too long though dear you might need to trim those hairs yes <laughs> So, oh, oh, that's he inappropriate. Just, he just flipped me off. That's not very appropriate. Um, I think he might have to go to confession later. <laughs> so he will play a Disney song, and then he will pause it, and then you would have to fill in the blank, like fill in the rest of the lyric. Okay. And you have to be pretty on point with the words. I mean, if it's one word wrong, we will let it slide. Sure. But you can either sing it. We would prefer if you sang it because it's more fun. All right. Okay. But I'll, if you I'll don't do my best. Sing it, then it's fine. If you get it wrong, then you have to take a drink of your Irish coffee. All right. Yes. Because I have a I have a whole cup here. Yes, a whole new cup. Whole new yes, cup. Ready to go. It before she left. I don't know where I she I am not went. an alcoholic. No, we're not. We're being no. responsible. Um. So do you understand the rules? I do, yes. Okay, great. We'll start Thank with you. you. Great. And then we'll go to me. Okay. And um, shout out to Nathan for making another great game. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, even though he flipped me off. <laughs> All right, bring it. Indescribable feeling Soaring, tumbling, freewheeling Through an endless diamond sky A whole new world That's right, right? Yes, you got it right, dear. Beautiful. You can play that part because you got the red hair, you got the red locks. Yeah, thank you. So you don't have to drink, but you can if you want. Okay, I'm going to. She's going to anyways. Yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah, we we didn't want to do those nasty beans anymore. Those are. I don't like those. 
I'm vetoing the beans. If the notes are off, like I'm gonna, I feel like there's gonna be some singing critic, some some oh, singing no. Disney critic's gonna come onto this podcast <laughs> and be like, "Oh, she just butchered that. Like she just screwed that all up." No, 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 dear. No, this is just as long as you get the words, the notes right. don't matter. We can't all be me. <clears throat> oh wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Challenge True. accepted. All right. Here we go. This is a new Disney movie, dear. This is not fair. Because I'm old. I don't even know what I, the hell well, I just it's, listened it's to. It's from Coco. Can you please play it oh, again? Oh, see, I've only seen that once. Same here. My remember me. Don't let it make you cry. For even if I'm far away, I... For even if I'm far away, I will never die. <laughs> I was trying nope. to go for a rhyme. Yeah, no, oh, I mean, no. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, that was hard. You got to drink now, he Grammy. He does it on purpose. He makes it difficult for Grammy. Oh. All right, here I go, taking my drink. It's a little late for me, but oh well. There we go. Ooh, that was a strong Good ship. job. Oh, Good job. Oh, Jamie, strong. Good job. What a, what a little brat. Okay, your <laughs> turn, dear. My turn again. I seen a front porch swing, heard a diamond ring. I seen a polka dot railroad tie, but I be done seen about everything. Uh, no. I I know this one. I know. I know it's from Princess and the Frog, right? No. no it's not even I that. thought it was at first, but it's from it. I'm trying to give you a hint. Dumbo? Yes, yes. Sure. Right. Play it again. I'm trying to help her out. I know, but I haven't seen Dumbo since I was a kid. I seen a front porch swing, heard a diamond ring. I seen a polka dot railroad tie, but I be done seen about everything. Yes. Can, can, no. can I? Can I? Can I complete yes. it? I don't. You An have to elephant fly. When I see an elephant fly. I was there wrong, you go. No, you got it. Notes, All right, I got a drink. Fact. I'm yes, gonna take a drink. You have to drink. Okay, I haven't seen. Hard. I haven't seen Dumbo since I was maybe nine. I can or never something. watch it again, dear. But it's that movie so makes sad. me very I want to see the reboot though. Yeah, I mean it looks good, but it also makes me want to cry. Like I know that one. Ava is Green is in that, by Ooh, the way. Who so does she play? She plays one of the uh, not. The ringmaster, but like the assistant. Ooh, ringmaster, right. I think, is her role. Yeah. Ooh, all right. So well, maybe yeah. we'll see it. Check all it right. Out. Well, that okay. was that was tricky. Good. That good was. choice, Nathan. Yeah. Thanks, Nathan. Yes. Appreciate it's it. Nathan show really. I don't know why he's like pretending not to talk. Yes, you can talk. We'll get him his own mic. That's he's got my... like this brooding black yes. hat. That's Sadie's <laughs> next goal. Is, is Nathan getting his own mic? Yeah. Okay. What can I say except? You're welcome. This is Nathan's well, favorite tides, song. The sun, the sky. Hey, it's one. okay, it's okay. You're welcome. I'm just an ordinary. Demi, Demi guy. Demi god, Demi guy. Demi guy. Yeah, it's Demi guy. guy. There you go. Just That's the Rock singing that, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Dwayne. Dwayne the, the Rock, Rock Johnson. Johnson. Nathan loves that song. Nathan the Rock Mizzy is yes. what it is. <laughs> the, the Rock. What, what's like the famous rock of Australia? Doesn't every every like culture... Is Jackman like kind of rock? the big... Hugh Jackman kind of the big guy? The big honcho of 
Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Again. I don't yeah. know what you're asking. No, no, no. I was... Oh. Like, <laughs> sorry. You know, no, you know, I get what you're saying. You know how every, every state has its own bird? Um, and and I think every state has its own rock, maybe? No? No. Oh. <laughs> it's its own rock? I don't know. Back in my Miami, day, what was, are you talking I, about? Remy's a little... <laughs> you've had Trump. you've been like doing more than just sips of that Irish coffee it's really tasty Zany did a good job good job mm-hmm. Zany she doesn't do many things right thanks Zane. shout she, out to shout Zane shout out wherever she went I think she I went to get Chipotle oh wow yes. that sounds great right now alright alright next one. Oh, it's Please me right issue. I know okay. you're in there people are asking where you've been they say of courage and I'm trying to right out here for you just i know it's frozen and i know what song it is um but i don't i don't know this particular lyric can you can you can you play it again please i know you're in there people are asking where you've been they say of courage and i'm trying to i'm right out here for you just let me in. Yes! Okay, there it is. Okay. Let, let, let me, me in. Yes. You have a nice vibrato there, oh, Grammy. thank you, dear. Yeah. I was an opera singer for many, many years. Yeah. Do you, do you study musical theater in your day? I did. I was the lead of almost every community theater play Oh, my in goodness. Our town. You and Zane have a lot in common. Yes, yeah. yes, we do. Yes, Zane yeah. was... I'm going to take a drink anyways. You should. It's yeah. fun. It was fun. Mm. Yes, I taught Shani all of her singing abilities. She's moved on to a new vocal coach. Shout mm. out to Corinne Decker. Oh. Yes, yes, she's amazing. All right, let's play it. Oh, yeah. Bless my soul. Kirk was on a roll. Cursing out the weekend, every Greek opinion poll. What a pro. Kirk took up a show. Pouring him out a mantra and a tongue in a shower. He was a no one. All right, all right, okay, we get it, we get it. You know the song, Grammy. You know the song, Hercules, right? That's Hercules, yeah. She wrote a hero in no time. See, I can, I could, I could tell you the names of these Disney movies more than. Well, it's if like life isn't already hard. Grammy, come on. Yeah, we're trying to have some fun. Just have some fun. I just like, I'm getting anxiety over these missing lyrics. But, but the worst thing that can happen is that you have to take a drink, which you're doing anyways, dear. It's not that bad. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. Right, right. No, I'm feeling pretty good. Let's just keep, I might keep making mistakes on purpose. Jenny loves Hercules, so that's why, that's the only reason I know It's a good words. one. It's, I think it's an underrated one. It is, and I think it has some of the best music mm. of all the other Disney movies. Hercules, Tarzan, uh, those are some pretty good ones. All right, okay. moving on. I killed that. Know that your powers of retention are a warthog's backside. But thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of. Oh my gosh. A matter of. Fact? No. Close. Think of the lions. What are they? Matter of pride. Yay! It's a matter of pride. There we go. I'm helping her way too much. No, you are. Thanks, Grammy. Of course. Always here for you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, Lion King is um, 
I, it's it's a mixed feeling one because it's one of the saddest My ones, goodness. hardest ones to get through, but it's also just incredible. It is incredible. The, yeah. the score is amazing. The music. Well, you must have been pretty young when it came out for you, Grammy. Yeah. You were. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So young, but so wise. Yeah. Oh, I'm age. sure. Yes. I don't know why I said that because it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it, was it was the '90s. I, <laughs> I was young. I was a kid, my, so you weren't even that old. My prime. I was in my prime when it came out. I took my How daughter. old are you, Grammy? I'm 84 years You're 84, old. 84, so you, you would have been in like your 60s. Yeah, that's young. That is very young, dear. All right, all I'm right. I'm a spring yep. chicken. That's Baca. the go- golden girls. Baca. <laughs> that's not a chicken. <laughs> Amanda, I think I know what a chicken sounds like more than you I'm do. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I've seen many a chicken in my day. Oh, I'm sure you they have. They definitely have shed bacar at least. <laughs> 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 All right, play the All next right. damn show. This is you, right? This is when Grammy right. starts to get feisty. Okay. I got no strings to hold me oh, down to way. make me fret or make me... To make me frown. What is this? Pinocchio. Oh. Don't like it. It's an interesting one. I I still don't understand its purpose. (laughs) I don't either. It's not very inspiring. Why? Okay. Why did I need? Why did I need this creepy, you know, movie where like Pinocchio gets sucked up into a whale and just like all this horrible stuff happens and yeah, it's not a it's not a happy movie. It's really not. That's, you, no. That is what happens, right? He gets, like, trapped in a whale, doesn't he? he? Well, he sinks to the bottom of the ocean sinks and the whale the ocean. eats him. Yeah, he gets, yeah. Oh, yeah, he gets eaten by a whale. And also this the guy whale is... The boat. Yeah. The whale eats the like him and his father. Which, I mean, uh, traumatic to watch as a child. Happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, it's anyway. very traumatic. Yeah, I, don't I think they were just trying to scare little children. Disney has a history line. of this, though. If you look at their track record, yeah, yeah. one Snow White, Snow White too. Oh, 100 yes. percent up. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my goodness, up makes me cry. It reminds me of me and my husband. All right, bring oh it on, bring Mr. It on. Nathan. Ready? Something quite atrocious. Super If you say it loud enough, it always sounds precocious. Or almost sounds precocious. Super I I used to be able to so spell wonderful. that one. Mary Poppins. <clears throat> I wish I could tell you more about. Um, about the work that I'm doing, because it's in it's it's got a lot of Disney stuff related oh to it, but I have to wait, just wait for it to come out um, soon. Soon, Jamie will freak out. Yes, my little angel. I'm eye. sure she will. Um, yeah, be on the lookout. You know, this summer, good stuff coming your way. Ooh, we um, love it. And it, will it be better than the current Disney Channel? Bullshit. Yes, a hundred percent. Because I I refuse to let Jamie or. Or anyone watch that anymore. Mm-hmm. Old Disney Channel was good. New Disney Channel was shit. Yeah. Next. Great, great stuff. Yay, I can't wait for you. Yes. 
I've got a dream. I've got a dream. I don't even know what He's this is He's got a dream. Yes, I'm not as cruel and vicious as I seem. It's from Tangle Deer, one of Sandy's favorites. <clears throat> I have to make a confession. Oh, no, you've never seen Tangled. I have not. What is wrong with you? I, I don't know. I just... Sorry, I've never seen it. Okay, before. thank you. So I'm not alone oh, on that. Oh, but Flynn Rider is just so handsome. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong crowd on that, oh, that's Grammy. True. Okay, so Didn't Zany tell you? <laughs> that's right, and I'm trying not to be judgmental because I am an old Catholic woman. Um, oh, anyway, I'm sorry. Are you are you okay? Right. Is it is I'm it fine. are we are we are we good? We're on separate sides of the table. <laughs> no, no, no Zany's. That may have been my cup, though, Grammy. You might catch the. Oh. You might catch the gayness. Oh, snap and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that's something Zany taught me. No, no, no. I just say, I'm sorry. Can we go back? Did you just say snap and a half? Snap and, yes. It's, it's, what it's kind of a terminology is that? So Zanie told me that one time, little side note, she she had an older sister, a stepsister uh-huh. at one time. Not anymore. <laughs> what, did she kill her? Well, <laughs> the, the, the sister doesn't She's like no her. She's no it's longer a long, That's her, a whole other podcast. Okay, but all right. That, that stepsister doesn't like Janie anymore. All right. Um, I wonder which, why. What, okay. Yeah, Nobody for does. whatever reason. <laughs> so, right. No. So, Janie told me that her this this girl was dating a man. Uh-huh. Or sleeping with a man. Scandalous girl. Oh. And, and he didn't <laughs> what just... What a whore. He, right? No. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to be judgmental. It's very difficult. Uh, so this man not only had two balls. I can't believe I'm saying this. Wait. He had three balls. <laughs> so he... So the sister would say he had a dick and a half. What? Because he had three balls. And so then... Whenever, because you know, people say I would call it a medical condition. <laughs> well, apparently he would. He took like, and this this is all hearsay. I mean, oh my the sister gosh. made up a lot of stuff, so she might have made this up. Sure. But she said that he took these pills and he ended up with three balls. Anyways, so. So 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 then, and her and the sister, you know, you know how how you millennials. You say, oh, snap. Yeah, I you don't know. even remember what the original... <laughs> Yeah. Well, because okay. I said snap and, and a half. snap and a half, snap and a half. So, so you know, Dick you and mi- a half, snap millennials and a half. say like, "Oh, snap!" or "Snap!" I dropped my tablet or whatever. <laughs> Drop my tablet. <laughs> tablet that gives you the three balls. I know. Like, no, no, no. Like a tablet. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't understand you hoodlums. So <laughs> it's like a snap and a half is like an extra. All right. Oh, snap. It's like okay. a oh, snap and a half. Yeah. It's like you're having an extra Oh, te- snap. It's very, a very unfortunate situation it's is a snap and a half, like an extra testicle. Next song, please. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move, let's That's move on story. From, from, from that experience. That was traumatic. A little bit. A little traumatic. But. Okay, it's my turn. Right. Oh, ooby-doo. Oh, I can't remember it. Oh no, I wanna be like. No, play, play it again. Play it again. She'll get it. She'll get it. No, I won't. I'm way too good. Oh my god. I, I, I do. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. You see it's true.
no. An ape like me. <laughs> An ape like me. I got a drink. Yeah. Jungle Book. Such a good one. I grew, I mean, I remember watching that as a kid. It was such a good one, too. It is a good one. It's yeah. kind of scary, though. The new, have you, did you watch the newest one, Grammy? Yeah, that was a I pretty did. dark one. It was very intense. Mm. Um, and, and I don't like uh, the the ape. It looks so lifelike. It, it gave me nightmares. Uh, Bill mm. Murray, did, not Bill Murray. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Walken was the voice. Right. Of the yes. Very on point. He's always been one of those guys where I've been like, I don't know how I feel about him. He's very talented, but he's creepy to look at. Ever since, yes. um, what's that movie? He played, uh, he played a killer. Oh. Um. I don't know. He did. I know. I'm I going, so far. Like I'm going so far off track with this. But no, he played, um, he played like this creepy killer character in a movie one time and it just uh it just threw me off i don't know i don't know anyway sorry grammy so we won't watch that movie don't watch that movie grammy okay i'm sorry i sidetracked it's no the it's irish, all good it's, it's the coffee. irish coffee guys it's the coffee i think he's a sexy man anyway okay so um that's final, just one. final one which me final one shooby dooby dooby he found his aroma like a certain appeal. He could clear the savannah after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul, though I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood downwind. And oh, the shame, right. oh, the shame. You know what? I think I was set up here oh, because the name. I, I got, I got like it. two right. And How then... Zane said you knew Disney, so I'm like, Yeah, because okay. remember, we, we blasted uh, Janie and you blasted a Disney show tune. Did you get a little bit of identity confusion there for uh, a second, Grammy? It's the coffee. It's yeah. the coffee. No, I I do, I know quite a bit. I just, in terms of like lyrics of a song. It's a hard game. It is. I just wanted to win. I know. And I did. <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you, Grammy. Oh, I know you don't you. have much going on for you in your life right now. No, just my flights from <clears throat> L.A. to Indiana every week, Janie. Every week. Every week, man. Yes. How can you handle that? That's well, a lot of... you know, I just get really drunk on a plane. Mm. That helps. And I so you're play. no stranger to Irish coffee. Oh, no. I'm Irish myself. Oh, well, are Janie you? Janie is Irish. Okay. She's yeah. Irish, German, and Cherokee Indian. Oh, I'm yes. part German too. Ooh, well, yeah. that's why you're such a bitch. Yes. <laughs> also part Italian, which is also why I'm such a bitch. Ooh, and you like pizza. I do. We <laughs> just paused for a that photograph. Was, <coughs> yeah, yes. he just, there was like this, all, all you're going to see is like, or you're going to hear is like, 30 seconds of dead air dead and then air, we're gonna yes. be like oh yeah by the way we were, we were getting by a photo way, taken we're a photo so well amanda thank you so much thank for, you for Grammy. leaving indiana because oh you're welcome too many gays there we're trying to weed them out too many i'm trying to be Grammy. less judge i know i know it's bad um but that's just how i was raised and um i have to stay true to my beliefs I'm an old okay. Catholic woman, dear, trying to see your side. Uh, Janie well, does support it. you. Thank so, you. Yes, so I'm getting there. Well, tell so. her thank you. And I appreciate you trying, Grammy. Of course, dear. Yes, you know what? If you love, love is love at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. if you have found love with whoever, you should just be grateful for that because it's hard. 
It's true. To find love in well, this thank day you. and age. So I love you. And if you love a woman, I am happy for you. I appreciate that. And I think on record, more people should follow your example, Grammy. Thank you, dear. Yes, at 84, I'm willing to change my beliefs because of the people I love. All right. Well, so, thank you, Grammy. Of I pre- course. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime, because it is the Grammy show. Yes. You know what? <clears throat> Secretly, don't tell Janie, it's just the Grammy and the Nathan show because Nathan um, does all the work. I think, low-key, mm. since Nathan's out of the room right now, yes. I think Nathan has a crush on you. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I think so. Well, yeah. well, you know, I do try to look my best when I get off the plane at LAX. You look great. You oh, look great. thank you. I'm a oh, spring he's the one chicken. That, he's the one that... <laughs> oh, we're going back to that now. Again, <laughs> I'm... I'm Maybe check... Uh, Maybe maybe check on the chicken sounds whenever you get home, Grammy. All right, dear. Whatever you say. All right, so now we'll do our Grammy sign-off. All right. Deuces, dears. Deuces, dears. Yes, yes, yes. One day you'll be as good as me. Oh, Probably not. Probably not. Shining off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.